Hello, everyone. Welcome to Devolution Podcast. This is episode 29, and we're calling it a uh, an evening with rectum torture. Now, what this episode is, is an interview I did with Marcellus Hill, and he is um, the person responsible for the one-man death metal project, Rectum Torture. Now, it was a very fun interview. Uh, we had a lot of fun recording it, and when I listened back to it, a lot of the audio just wasn't usable. Um, this whole, Basically, the whole second half, something glitched in the uh, saving or whatever of the file, and it uh, did a strange thing where I was speaking over him the whole time, like not just uh, normally, but a glitch in the uh, system there. And it just was a big jumbled mess, and there was really no way to even edit anything good out of the second half of that. So we're going to get the what I could out of the interview that didn't sound completely terrible. Um, and unfortunately, the second half was a lot of the funny stuff. We were having a really good time by that point, and unfortunately, that's lost. So I do um, want to get him back on at some point. We'll do a rectum torture redemption episode but this is still some fun stuff. We get to learn a lot about the project, and um, we also go into the meaning behind the lyrics of Putrid Pyle's song, 25 Cromwell Street, which is the story of Rose and uh, Fred West out of England and some of their notorious crimes. And unfortunately, it's during that story where the audio starts to go. So you kind of get you get the origin story of Fred and Rosemary West in this episode. So... Here's the first part of the episode. Uh, here's the first part of the interview. Hope you enjoy it. I'll be back in a few minutes here to uh, tell you about the songs we're gonna play. All right, enjoy. Here's the interview. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 29. I'm joined by Marcellus Hill, the man behind the band Rectum Torture out of California. And what's uh, up, everybody? Yeah. He's, uh, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And, uh, so basically on this episode, he's going to tell us about his music project. So looking forward to it, man. Like, uh, why don't you tell everyone where you're based out of and how long you've been doing this? Um, I'm based out of Temecula, California, which is like 60 miles north of, uh, San Diego. And, uh, I've been doing this for a little over a year. Cool. Have you been involved in any other uh, music projects in the past or presently? Um, I'm in a part of a band called Cynicism. It's a black metal band. Uh, Roadkill Ravens is another black metal band. And I'm check and I'm uh, working for instrumentals for a band called Sacrifamous. Go check them out. Yeah, totally. Cool. And uh, what made you want to do uh, do this little one man project? This uh, kind of like dirty uh, slam fucking grind uh, yes <laughs> so, so i originally started under the name gutted orphan okay and i wanted like something to pass a two-week vacation or quote two-week vacation back in march yeah yeah and and I just wanted something a little fun to do past the time I wasn't very good at it at the time. I've been only re- doing it for like re- making guitar stuff for like six months at that point. So I wasn't, eh, still a little, still a little dirty. And over time, 
I started getting better, and I thought I should rebrand it to a more repulsive name, I guess. More... <laughs> yeah. So I thought if I come up with a name that's both funny and repulsive, it's going to catch capture people's attention. Yeah, totally. So I rebranded from Gutted Orphan to Wrexham Torture around, I want to say, July. Okay, cool. I really like the name, man. It's very, it's just, it's like you said, it's funny and repulsive, which like totally fits the style of music. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's, I have a pretty funny lyric in here too, so I think you're going to like it. All right, cool. So let's see. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. So we'll get into your first song here, man. Tell us what it's about and uh, some of the lyrics from it and whatnot, and we'll, uh, we'll play it. All right. Um, let me just pull them up real quick. Sure. All right. So, mom and dad, if you're hearing this, please don't kill me. <laughs> I beg you. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention I'm a 15 year old kid from California. So, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, this song is called Slam the Horse Throat Out. Okay. Um, the point of the song is basically ripping out someone's throat and then sticking your dick in it. That's all. That's basically the, that's, that's the whole song. Fair enough, man. You got to do what you got to do. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to work perfect. It's going to work perfectly for a gory transition. So let's get right into all it. Right. So for, all right. Verse. What do you call a girl who can't deep throat for shit? Fucking useless, that's what you call it. So what you gotta do is slam the whore's throat out. What I must do is... Ev- uh, verse 2. What I must do is eviscerate the town bicycle. The My prostitute rampage is the only thing I desire. The pillars of the... The killers of the past is the only thing I admire. And... Chorus. Oh, God, the chorus. Uh, yeah. Stick my stick my dick in the putrefied throat hole. I can feel the maggots running on my foreskin. Yeah. Slam the horse throat out. My savage desires fuels my lust to kill. That's man. I mean, fucking Jim Morrison didn't have shit on you, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pure poetry right there. I love it, dude. I love that shit. Um, Thanks. Cool, man. So, all right. So, is that the song we're gonna play? The song yeah. that I sent you is is um the first one. It doesn't have any lyrics in it. It's actually just a koala. Okay. And the second one is just me growling into the microphone because I got angry because my parents grounded me. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, everyone, hope you're enjoying the interview so far. Right now, we're going to take a song break. We're going to play the tune that uh, Marcellus just read the lyrics to called Slam the Whore's Throat Out. Um, Yeah, we're going to get into that right now. Hope you enjoy the tune. Hope you're having a good time here on the Devolution Podcast, on this wild episode, doing something different over here for uh, this one. And uh, after this song plays, it jumps right back into the interview 
and uh, a little bit more about the project itself and right into that story about Fred and Rosemary West. And I'll be back in a few minutes uh, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there, baby. Enjoy. Yeah! <laughs> 
So what other kind of things do you like to sing about? Um, I'm uploading my stuff to, um, I'm uploading my stuff to the metal archives and I described it all there, but as a short little summary, in no Russian, I talk about tor- like terrorism, brutally torture. I talk about torturing and stuff. Yeah. And um, in a, what was it? There, was, I did an EP a while ago called like Rectum Hammer with a band called Money Hammer, which you also check them out. Nice, yeah. It's a band about personal finance. <laughs> so, in those lyrical themes, there are more talking about like. De- like the really descriptive decomposition and trillions of dead babies and stuff. Yeah. You got to sing about that shit, man. It's par, par for the course. Where can uh, people find your tunes currently? Oh, yeah. Pe- you can find it on almost all streaming services. Uh, no Russian. You can find pretty much almost anywhere. Uh, most of the stuff you can find on Apple Music and Spotify. And music and uh, Apple Music, SoundCloud, all that stuff. Sweet, dude. Hell, yeah. Is the only place it's not on, so I probably should put it on, is Bandcamp. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you can at least maybe make a few bucks that way, having your shit on there. Yeah. Maybe. You never know. Yeah, never know. You never know. But, um, all right, man, what do you want to touch on next? You want to talk, talk about this Fred and Rosemary West thing? Oh, yeah, let's definitely get into that. All right, man. So, uh. Right now, we're going to talk about Fred and Rosemary West, a married couple out of Gloucester, England, and uh, what they collaborated on at least 10 murders together. And they were uh, busted in the mid-90s. So why don't you fill us in on some of this? All right, yeah. Um, like you said, they're, they're a sadist couple who is in, lived in Gloucestershire, uh, England, around the mid-90s. And they were... Their most in the reason why they got caught was because of a stupid little thing they were keep telling their kids, yeah. which is uh, don't I think it was like something like don't uh, oh, don't misbehave or you won't end up in the in the patio like Heather or Heather or something. Yeah, yeah, they would tell their kids anytime their kids were being bad, they would be like, You're gonna end up under, under the patio like Heather. <laughs> That's like one of their the kids they had murdered a few years previous. <laughs> it's horrifying. But I like I, Yeah, this whole story I, is just horrifying. I do like that uh, part of it, though. That part is pretty funny. Like, what? You know, Daddy, I don't like peas. You better eat your peas. You're going to end up running the patio like Heather. <laughs> I should have had a British accent, I suppose, but I'm awful at accents. <laughs> Yeah, me too. The only one I could do good is like a Russian one, and that's even so pretty bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. So, all right, let's tell, tell us a little more about Fred and Rosemary. All right. So, uh, Fred and Rosemary West had both had very hard, trouble, troubling childhoods growing up. Um, it's one of the thing, many things that Fred admitted to doing that the rest of his family totally just says that never happened. But for the sake of the story, we're going to say it did happen. Okay. He, it was often disputed that he had an incestuous relationship with his mother. His father raped young girls, including his younger sister, was forced to slit the throat of the family pig, and was also taught how to rape sheep for some reason. Huh. Is that a lot? Is that a big procedure? Like, is that hard to do? 
their sheep raping lessons I mean, in Gloucester, uh, England? I bet they're that. No, I think you have to go up to Scotland for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> you went to, it was a, a summer camp thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but by the age of 17, uh, he had, Fred had gotten into a motorcycle accident, which damaged the brain to the point where his family started seeing negative personality change. He started skiing, lying, and started getting into trouble. He sustained another head injury after he attempted to grope a girl on a ladder. The girl punched Fred in the face, and he fell off a ladder down two stories. He was on a ladder? Where was she? Yeah. Uh, I think she was, like, in a room was, like, or whatever, like, looking out the window. He was reaching in the window? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Fred. Fred, this is not okay behavior. I mean, he's dead now, so there's, yeah. there's nothing really we can do about it. No, we can just scold him on, on a show he will never hear because he's dead. His younger, his uh, younger thirteen-year-old <clears throat> sister, when he, around this time, had also came out saying that Fred had been raping her for six months since she was pregnant. Oh boy! He admitted to he admitted to the crime, asking if everyone else does it. He never uh, he ne- was never convicted because the younger sister refused to testify in court. Huh, in so later he was, years, he was just like, "This is totally normal." What? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's interesting, Fred. In later years, the daughter of a family friend also admitted that the friend is, uh, Fred had been raping her too. Oh Jesus! Now on to Rose. Okay. Rose's mother and father were extremely mentally ill. Her father had had a schizophrenic uh, father, and uh, ruled like a tyrant. Oh boy! And her mother and her mother was had a form of major depression. Well. Uh, the mother was pregnant with Rose. The mother had electric shock therapy, which led doctors to believe that the reason Rosie was so mentally slow is because of the electric shock thing. Uh, yeah, that'll get you. I wish they still did more of that. The- there should still be a more a way to deal with people. To shock their fucking brains into mashed potatoes. That's what I think. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Just- <laughs> no, it's totally moral and <laughs> it's not questionable whatsoever. So because of this mentally slow like thing, she was called Dozy Rosie at school. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, but it just means like dumbass Rosie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Rosie. Rose's father consistently raped her to the point where she can't she's desensitized to the matter to the point where she called it making love. Oof. Damn. Rose. Yeah, pretty fucking rough childhood. Yeah, yeah, pretty rough. Um, so then, uh, what I was reading, what they met on, they met her on a, a park bench, right? Yeah, they met like a bus stop at a bench or something. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so before they got, um, before they met, Fred actually got married to a runaway stripper slash hooker that he and moved up to Scotland. The hooker was already pregnant at the time. Ah, uh, see that he moved and, up there because to you know the whole sheep thing. Yeah, the sheep. Yep. So he got run away to the stripper, went up to Scotland, and um, they had another daughter together. All right. Uh, and she would be known as Anne Marie West. I think that's what it is. Okay. She. While she, they were up there, Fred worked as an ice cream man and took in a 16-year-old runaway as a nanny. 
after he after he ran over a kid during one of his uh bus uh, one of doing one of not bus routes I mean uh during one of his ice cream routes he uh had to move back down to South England so the locals wouldn't get mad at him. <laughs> uh, did he just keep driving? He ran the kid over and just drove all the way to to South England. Yeah, I just imagine that where it's just like, just like he ran here. over the kid and just went like shit, 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 shit. Yep. They were just eating ice cream cones. He like lived off them on, on the whole ride. So when he moved back, he met a 15-year-old Rosemary at a bus stop, as we yeah. were talking about earlier. Originally repulsed by his advances, she agreed to go on a date with him a few days later. Rose had become the new nanny for his kids after several um, like gifts and stuff to like kind of bribe her into right, doing yeah. it. As soon as she turned 16, which was the legal age of consent of uh, Britain, uh, they immediately had a sexual relationship. All right. Uh, they had another, they had a child together, which I think would be named Stephen West. I could be wrong about that. but No, actually, yeah, I think that's right. Seems right. Fred West went to prison for stealing. For six months, which left a young seventeen-year-old uh, Rosemary West to be left with three yeah. children, and the oldest one, Heather, was uh, oh shit, I forgot I wrote this. Uh, gagged, beaten, and killed, and left in the freezer. For Heather months. was bagged, gagged, beaten, and killed, and left in the freezer for three months. Wow! And this yep. was while Fred was in prison. Oh boy! Yes. And when Fred came back, he uh. Uh, he, he heard about the death and wasn't mad about it. Huh. When uh, she's like, "Oh, okay." He uh, he, uh, he told his son Stephen West to dig a hole in the backyard for him, oh. and the Stevens went right ahead and went and did it. Yeah, he doesn't want to end up in the freezer was, too. St- <laughs> <laughs> Stephen later found out that he digged the grave of his older sister Heather. Jesus, uh, and then the parents threatened to fucking put him in it for the rest of his life. Sucks. <laughs> One of the last things before Fred got arrested was they'll never know the true extent of my crimes. And they will never tell anyone the full story. So we like in the in the song we were talking yeah. about, like in the Future Pile song, he says that no one will know the true extent of the crimes or whatever. And which is kind of scary to me, the most one of the most scarier parts to me. All right, everyone, and that's uh, the long and the short version of the Fred and Rosemary West story. And that wraps up what I had of usable audio with the wonderful interview I did with Marcellus out in California, uh, the man behind the band Rectum Torture. Um, and we're going to play the song now. This is from, um, Putrid Pile's 2009 album, House of Dementia. The song is 25 Cromwell Street, inspired by the events that we just went, went over in the last segment, this event of Rose, Mary, and Fred West. So check it out, Putrid Pile. Follow them on, uh, Spotify, uh, you know, social media, all that. Thank you guys for letting me play the song. Really appreciate it. And uh, after we play this song, we're going to come back and I'm going to wrap this episode up. And uh, 
We'll be out of here for the week. All right. Thank you, guys.
All right, there's a jammer of a song right there. I want to thank everyone for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, we're back next week. Next week, believe it or not, coming off the heels of an episode with the subject matter and even the title of this one, believe it or not, next week on uh, February 2nd, it is Tuesday, we will get back to our Tuesday release schedule. We have a very special episode next week. It is actually, I am not joking, no sarcasm here, completely true, a family-friendly episode. I recorded it with my daughter. It is super cute. We go over the history of Groundhog's Day, and uh, we get into some mermaid stuff, and a lot of fun stuff. It was really fun doing it with her, and it's something that uh, y'all can just play in the car with your families while you're driving to the, um, you know, if you're going to go drown them all in the lake or something. All right. So, as always, please follow me on um, Instagram and Facebook. That's The Devolution Podcast. Uh, follow wherever you're listening, if it's Spotify or Apple, Google, wherever it is. Uh, please follow. Also, hit the, like, notification button. You'll It'll let you know when I put out a new episode. So, thumbs up to that. Please follow Sean Winter's podcast and the Kate vs. Kate podcast, both parts of the Square Hamburgers Productions uh, which is this fun little network we have going that I feel uh, in the next few months we're going to do a lot more with that. So stay tuned. A lot of fun stuff coming from Square Hamburger Productions. Thanks again so much to Marcellus Hill out of California. Check out his project, Rectum Torture. To get out of here for tonight, we're going to play one more of his songs. This is the song... That's right, it's Anal Massacre. Um, both of his songs that I played on this episode, as long as, as well as that Putrid Pile song, will be added to a playlist I have on Spotify called Devolution Podcast Tunes. And on that playlist, you'll find a whole bunch of awesome songs that have been featured on the podcast so far. Lots of good stuff, many different genres. And if you're listening, if you're in a band of any style, send some music my way. Always looking to play new stuff. Um, <clears throat> send it on over. Love to get it in the queue for an upcoming episode. And with that, I'm out of here. Tune in next week for the family-friendly episode. And uh, uh, until then, uh, keep it dirty and spooky. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening.
Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening all the way to the very end. Real quick, before this wraps up for sure, I want to mention our listener of the week this week. Um, this man uh, tunes in. He, he let us know that he was going to be listening this week. So he's the listener of the week. His name is Rick. Thanks, Rick. See you all later.